Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ravens defeat the Houston Texans on Saturday, 34-10. Let's head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, where we're joined by our friend Jonas Schaefer, covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner. And Jonas, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. I guess let's start with this, and and uh, it was a big topic conversation in the postgame and whatever was said at halftime, because the offense seemed to be struggling as they went into the half. That last drive where Lamar got sacked on back-to-back plays, and then the, they made some adjustments, and they started rolling in the second half. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Texans <laughs> blitzed in a way that uh, no one blitzes nowadays. Not even Wink Martindale blitzes at a 75% rate. And, uh, you know, like I wrote about, uh, you know, Saturday for Sunday, it was they kind of told the Ravens what they were going to do to start that half. And, you know, obviously it was interesting to hear John Harbaugh today push back a little bit against the narrative that it was this profanity-laced, uh, you know, halftime tirade from Lamar. And that, that makes sense on a kind of conceptual level because Lamar's never really the kind of guy to drop F-bombs like, you know, a sailor. So, uh, you know, he, he got the guys in line. He told them what he needed to tell them, and he went out and did his thing. I mean, the, I think the, the first three times that he dropped back against Houston, it was blitzes, and he he hit every single one of those uh, every single one of those uh, dropbacks for a completion. You know, the, the second and third went for first down. The first one went for nine yards to Nelson Aguilar. So, uh, you know, for Ravens fans still traumatized by what happened in Miami uh, with that cover zero game under Greg Roman. Uh, I guess just take take faith, take uh, take you know, come take some comfort and solace that Todd Munkin and this offense and the staff around them, they definitely know what to do when things seem pretty bleak. Um, one of the subtle things I thought maybe went into some of those adjustments as well, Jonas, is they kind of scrapped the rotating tackles thing in the second half, um, and I, I just wonder if that's something that maybe you know what I mean has run its course, like the idea that you have four. You know, starting caliber, legit tackles who need to see the field. You know, or frankly, you know what I mean? That these guys need to take a, a couple of reps off here or there. I just don't think that juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah, I mean, especially if it's more so about preventative rather than palliative. If I'm using those words correctly, like, you know, if you are worried about those guys, being good, well, they're going to have two weeks to recover if you get to the Super Bowl. So, you know, these guys are tough dudes. You can shoot them up with all manner of drugs and make. Hey, his phone was cutting in and out. Uh, Ryan, try to get him back. Uh, bad cell. This is the world we live in nowadays with cell phones. Sometimes you get that bad cell, but there was some, there was some click in there. He's probably heading home from uh, the castle as he was there for Harb's press conference. But uh, we'll get back to to what uh, he was answering in, in just a moment. But Ravens uh, obviously Harbaugh met with the media. If you're just tuning in, he was asked about Marlon Humphrey and Mark Andrews' availability, and he said, "We'll see how they practice." And uh, <laughs> let's go back out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Jonas Schaefer's back with us. And Jonas, you were saying, 
uh, you know, you would think would would not mind gritting through whatever pain they mm-hmm. have to, to 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 know that uh, you've got the possibility of a week off and then the Super Bowl to, to to get ready. And I think more than that, the 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 urgency of it takes on new importance because this is a a, a, a Chiefs defense coordinated by Steve Spagnuolo, who in a lot of the same ways that Mike McDonald will try to throw you a scribble every once in a while. You know, you, you want your guys who have seen the most reps to be able to know who to pass off to whom when it's like a you know, a slot defender coming in for a blitz that's totally unexpected. I mean, for, for as much promise as Daniel Patalele might have, I, I think I would trust you know, Morgan Moses 99 times out of 100 to be the guy who's smart enough and who's seen enough film and just played enough reps to to, to know like you know i gotta take this guy because this guy's dropping or i gotta take that guy because this guy's coming at me you know you just worry about when the game gets to a, a certain point where the margins are razor thin you, you want the guys who, who've seen everything and not take your chances with someone who is still a little bit wet behind the ears Jonas, we've seen Ronald Darby now step in for Marlon Humphrey, who's been injured for the better part of this season. And really, the secondary hasn't missed a beat without uh, Marlon in it. Just uh, how impressed have you been with Darby's impact? Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, I think he's probably been probably been the guy who's had the the highest ratio of impact uh, on this Raven season to like stories written about him. I mean, I don't think I've seen a a single feature story by certainly anyone at the banner, much less anyone, you know, BaltimoreRavens.com, The Sun, Athletic. He, he is the definition of an under-the-radar player despite having played such an important role in this team. And, you know, I'm sure that with, with the two-week layoff, if, uh, if the Ravens win, he, he will get his flowers. I mean, it's a, a great story with him being a, a Maryland guy going to, I think, Potomac High School in PG County and, you know, him coming back from that, that ACL tear and such – impressive fashion uh, and I thought he would be just another guy when they signed him you know a guy that you would turn to when if a Marlon Humphrey got hurt or a Brand Stevens got hurt but he's been phenomenal and uh, obviously it, it helps to play in this this defensive structure where you are having that safety help over the top but uh, you know time and time again he's answered the call. We're talking to Jonas Schaefer it's inside access here on the fan. Jonas we, we saw uh, John Harbaugh was asked about Marlon Humphrey and Mark Andrews he said we'll see how they practice we're optimistic if you were a betting man are those guys playing on Sunday? I would definitely say I'm more optimistic about Mark Andrews and, and that just you know based on the simple fact that he was a full participant in practice last week and you know, as he told us every single week he, he feels like he's making a, a big jump in how his feet and how his ankle is feeling, that flexion, that explosiveness. So if he's able to go from looking as kind of shakily as he did, uh, you know, not last Friday, but the Friday before to the, the Mark Andrews that we saw on Thursday, and, and you, you know, kind of prorate that into this week, and you've got to feel pretty good about where he is. And with Marlon Humphrey, um, I guess I don't feel as good. Uh, he, he was running around the the practice fields for one day last week, I believe. So there is that comfort level. There is that uh, ability to actually, you know, stretch out and and get those reps in. But you know, this is uh this is not a game where you want to be throwing guys out there at seventy percent, especially when you have uh, maybe you know a Ronald Darby or a Rocky Steen or whoever's out there that you feel more comfortable with. Uh, Jonas, that was a pretty dominant performance against the run, and we know that the Texans are not a great rushing team, but still, like, true media had them with an 
82% success rate stopping the run, which is pretty otherworldly, but um, a little different challenge looming with the the Chiefs. I I have a feeling Pacheco's going to have something to say with how this game plays out. Yeah, I mean, I I think the the under-the-radar development, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it or we'll talk about it, just the the unknown status of Joe Tooney, because when I look at the possibility of a Ravens-Chiefs matchup on paper, it would be, all right, this Chiefs interior line is awesome. Uh, They're the kind of front that can give the light boxes that the Ravens like to play on defense real issues because, you know, we've seen teams like the Steelers, Colts, Mm -hmm. take it to a a Ravens front that is more willing to, you know, concede those yards uh, up up the middle if it means that they're at some point going to get a third and six, and that's when Mike McDonald and this pass defense is going to unleash hell on you. But if it's only one, you know, all-pro level player up front, then I think that really compromises what the Chiefs want to do because even though you could say that Andy Reid has not been as emphatic about running the ball as he perhaps should be through some of the ups and downs of this passing game, it's nice to know that you you have that ability. And if it's just, you know, if it's one entire side of the line that you don't feel great about with Dooney being out and the left tackle situation not being great, uh, you know, it's been up and down all year, then uh, if I'm a Chiefs fan, if I'm a Chiefs coach, I'm feeling a lot less optimistic about what I can do to unbalance these Ravens defense. Jonas Schaefer covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner. Jonas, always great. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Be good. Thanks, Jonas. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 